Welcome to Cosmic Aspirations Podcast. My name is Feva Cristina. Damn, by now I should really record a proper podcast intro. It's coming, Laos, it's coming. Until then, I'm just gonna be playing with weird buttons on my mic. <laughs> But welcome, I'm so happy to be tuning in with you to the sassy side of spirituality. Here we are exploring the universe in and of us through a lens of a cosmic storytelling that is astrology and a playful invocation of zodiac archetypes that live inside all of us. So each month we gather to taste the main themes and topics that the zodiac sign which the sun is currently dressing up as is inviting us to tune deeper into. So it's a beautiful structure and curation that can shift our focus and help us expand our understanding of ourselves, life around us, others, and the bigger cycles of hmm, the flow of life. And this cancer season has been inviting us into the deep waters of our feminine feeling intuitive nature i've already done a whole podcast episode that goes deeper into the cancerian topics but today i'm exploring this mystical realms with a very special guest it is almost difficult for me to explain what we talk about because it's such a beautiful feminine flow that we drop into and there's definitely a lot of like hee 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 ha 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 <laughs> and I, I'm definitely crushing hard on this magnificent being that I would like to introduce you today Mache I hope I'm pronouncing this right Mache You'll feel her. You'll you'll feel her. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. And we're gonna do a bigger introduction as you tune into our conversation. But I want to read something from her profile in case you wonder what she does for a living. In her own words, it goes like this: making love with rocks, mermaiding on rocks, musing, damn those rocks, bleeding, definitely on rocks, creating art, melting into rocks, holding my inner child, we both like rocks, and everything else that includes wild, sensual priestess prayers, and rocks. <laughs> Fucking love it! Especially when you think about cancers, the crab, which is the symbol of this zodiac sign, how in a way it kind of looks like a rock and it definitely hangs out on rocks. So yeah, it's just a perfect attunement. We talk a lot of things feminine that has to be matched with the same quality of the masculine. We dive deep into the polarities of polarities, the feminine shadow, what it means to be in act, like in real leadership, expanding our capacity to receive and be in pleasure, knowing what it is that we actually want, 
and how can we invite in more of the feminine how do we work with this feminine energy with the goddess and with different feminine archetypes and what even are they kind of masculine archetypes do we invite into the space so that they can support that feminine play anyway it's a really juicy conversation i'm excited for you to dive into it and i would love to play with you in many other ways as well so i just want to put it out there that i am now again focusing more on one-time sessions one-on-one sessions whether in a form of a reading a triangle bundle that allows us to have a bit more spaciousness and a flow through three months with three sessions or a full-on cosmic coaching experience which is definitely my favorite because the most magic happens in there so i have two more spots open for weekly or bi-weekly flow supported by embodied astrology akashic records cards different embodiment practices reflect guided reflections and meditations it is truly customized and intuitively led focused on pleasure playfulness celebration embodiment and devotion these are the key words of everything that we do in cosmic explorations realms and i would love to have you on board if this is something that you feel pulled towards you can find more information on www.cosmicexplorations.com we or contact me directly through instagram feva cristina it is and we can arrange a juicy yummy exciting cosmic date which is a free discovery call to get a taste of our dynamic and feel into what what is calling to us at this time what is that transformation elevation growth embodiment deepening of love awareness connection presence playfulness and pleasure that you are being called to step more into and what is the most aligned way according to your authentic energetic blueprint through your chart that will allow you to move through the mountains in the most easeful and joyful way and on that note i wish the most easeful and joyful and pleasurable ride through this podcast episode i present to you Mache. The sound of a bag. Oh, welcome to Cosmic Exploration Space. So, so happy to have you here today. Mm. Where are you tuning in from? Mm. Love, really, such a pleasure to be here. Mm. I love the dance already before we had in chat. And now being here, it's like, it's meant to happen. Mm. So I'm tuning in from Bavaria, which is the Alp region in Germany where I grew up. Mm -mm. And I don't feel particular, I'm German or this is my home, Um, but I feel very home around the landscape of mountains. So this Mm. is how I can feel. My home is like when I connect with the Alps and, and the, mm-hmm. the landscape rather than the culture of Germany. 
That's so beautiful because I wanted to ask you, now where are you more deeply tuning in from? And then you already kind of like went mm. into the nature's embrace. <laughs> Love that. So, Mahe, mm. <laughs> the muse of beauty, lover of death, and leader of mm. truth. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around your space for a while and there was something so magnetic, so edgy and raw, mystical and poetic about you that I just felt like, even though I initially contacted you for another season, bringing you in for this feminine exploration feels so deeply aligned because there's this mm, straightforward, edge that you bring to it also in combination to the masculine and I know that what one of your masteries is emotional alchemy that embraces polarity union and you also wave your magic through feminine leadership devotional love rewilding into nature and one of my favorite the death and rebirth And I would like to hear it from you, actually. How would you let us know or let us feel the nature of you? Mm. Wow. Yeah, first of all, I want to share how, how touching it is to hear the description that I wrote, to hear it like out of your mouth. Like that's like something where I can feel myself deeper through you mm like mirroring what I see in me mm. ah, and that already like whoosh I, I notice how incredibly grateful I am that in my life I have owned the power now to to say what I want to be and suddenly all the way people see me from the outside is the way I see myself inside or there is a matching happening that hasn't been all my life mm. so yeah powerful mm. thank you for seeing me <laughs> well I'm I'm super honored to be able to hold you in this moment of reflection <laughs> mm. yeah <laughs> and who am I <clears throat> so my devotion is really for for beauty and I have struggling with that for a long time because beauty is seen as a very superficial thing in society and we have made it a very superficial thing so subconsciously and unconsciously I've been drawing away from beauty and I've been walking a path of knowledge and needing to prove myself to to masculine structure and masculine like traits when now I am finally coming back to understand that beauty is one of the most life shaping things we Mm. we can we can do we can claim we can create because beauty stands for depth Mm. so as a muse of beauty i am a muse of depth Mm. and that's what i'm here for i (laughs) and you're doing such a beautiful bridge into that depth i feel as By now, you know, I love to bring astrological charts when uh, getting 
in these dancey dances with special guests of the seasons. And it's interesting when you speak about this depth in connection to cancer season, which is what we're tuning in for right now. You don't have any specific planets in Cancer. You are a Gemini rising and Gemini sun, so a double Gemini. So definitely that inclination towards knowledge, information, sharing your story, hearing other people like reflected back to you, which is what you mentioned before, is a big part of like your love language, your understanding of the world, the way you like to play but also the moon in Pisces being the depths mm. of the ocean, you know, you wave this wisdom and basically what you came here to express and be from the oceanic nature of you, which mm. I know is something that you have um, embodied before and it's something that has been so deeply intertwined in, in my explorations as well. And I'm wondering, what does being an oceanic being mean to you? Hmm. Ah. <laughs> ah. First of all, like, wow, this, like, this interview is such a gift to, to me and my soul and my heart. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I want to take space to like experience that pleasure oh, yes mm. Mm. thank you well really feels like a big, big gift I'm receiving here mm. uh, so on your question what a beautiful question mm. to to be like in my oceanic nature means that I follow my my true current mm like that I am that I am that I am devotional to my to my own current to my unique current that is inside me weaving floating and mm. and that has a lot to do with the feminine intuition and yet it is backed by the masculine integrity so I believe that I'm a deeply feminine being, but I couldn't be a deeply feminine being if I haven't integrated my masculine to back my feminine. Um, mm -hmm. So these two, like that com comes up for me. It's like, yes, I am in my intuition and I, yes, I am very like devotional to my heart, like mm -hmm. really allowing my heart to lead the past, really being in integrity with my heart, but I need I need my own inner masculine to back that, to like, to like hold me in my depth, mm. to really hold me there. And that's a beautiful example. Um, I feel like a lot of women and, and myself, we have this potential for depth so deeply within us, but we don't trust our own, our own depth. We don't trust ourselves anymore. Mm. So I needed to learn to trust myself so I could hold myself in the depth. So I wouldn't be affected by what other people think. Um, or I don't need, I didn't need a validation from the outside, but I know that where I want to go, the intimacy I crave, like the depth of intimacy mm. I want in my life, the depth of beauty I want, I go for that. I am the inspiration for others in walking mm. that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the things How this is doing land? to me. 
so you are undressing the seasonal archetype so well in this because looking at your chart the one point in cancer that you do wave through your blueprint is the south node in cancer and the south node and um, yeah, it's a point of, it's a karmic point in astrology. And it kind of reveals of where are we coming from? And so these depths of cancer, which is the first sign, water sign of the zodiac, the first, when we first get in touch with our emotions to truly know who we are at, like in our depths, how to be with our fluid ever-changing feminine nature this is what cancer is coming from being that oceanic being but then the south node is always the opposite of the north node which is kind of a path of evolving into the north node and in your case it's going to be the opposite in capricorn which is the structure that's what i said that beautiful bridge building cancer archetype that is seen as this feminine divine feminine archetype or even more cancer as divine mother but in this play of cancer if you imagine the symbolism like two fishes two fish flowing into each other there's this duality this polarity showing us that even the mother archetype has so much of the masculine energy present there to function in healthy supportive spacious ways and it's just this beautiful play of these oppositions that is so beautifully reflected in your chart as well of divine mother and divine father and i would love to yeah invite Mm. you into how are you feeling this divine mother divine father polarity within you and around you Mm. What does this mm. mean to you? Mm. Yeah, I love that question. I love your wisdom, by the way. I love the way you you weave the words and like create mm. magic um, and depth with your words. Oh, that's really special coming from mm. a strong Gemini. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, like I, I would love to mention first that I, I love to work with polarity and in every polarity there is polarity again it's like mm. I feel like a bit like it's zooming into a picture where you find a new picture mm. so whenever you have a polarity even you say something is masculine if you if you zoom into it, it's masculine and feminine again if you zoom into that it's masculine and feminine again so Amen. right like like I, I really think it's really important to understand that to not get like think, fixed in the idea that something is masculine or feminine. Yes. In every in every polarity, there is polarity again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and also another point adding on this is we are always in polarity as well. Mm-hmm. So I hear very often that folks say, I am in my feminine. Mm. Well, you cannot be in your feminine without not being in your masculine too. It's always being in both as well the question mm-hmm. is more are you leading from your feminine and the masculine is backing you or are you leading from your masculine and the feminine is backing you kind of that's how I would see it 
yeah but to know it's it's always there both it's like either exactly <laughs> either way this is what i say about um, astrology it's like you're not your sun sign or your moon sign you're all of the freaking signs and they're all aspecting yeah. each other in various different ways absolutely mm. yeah mm. what do you want to bring in focus where do you want to lead from and um yeah yeah yeah, yeah i love that i love that so ah how do you play with these polarities in a way of like embodying your that divine unity well i i do believe that we have a core that we have a core um feminine core masculine core and even that is like you can have different cores on different aspects of your life as well mm-hmm. um like a sexual core or more like a leadership core um but there is like mostly like a main core that you want to lead from mm. and that's what we say when someone is a feminine being or more masculine being and I would see myself as a very deeply feminine being mm. now having worked with trauma work it is often also the parts where we ha- are undernourished like where we mm. haven't had enough nourishment in our growing up phase in our adult adolescence so I don't want to start like a mindset if we're meant to be totally like 50-50 because for me that's not important. Like I, I think it's important what is in the very present moment and I could be like a sort around, okay, what is the perfect human being? But either yeah. way, we will stay unique and every of us have a unique way to approach things, to lead things, to surrender to things. And for now, without thinking why you have which kind of core I feel like nourishing your very being in the present moment that is what what brings aliveness into this world. Mm. So for everyone out there who's listening I deeply encourage to tune in if you feel more like a feminine core being or a masculine core being and mainly that would mean um do you get nourishment from serving mm-hmm. and like um <clears throat> yeah like serving the world and like bringing well it, it's more difficult than that instead of <laughs> but, but like, for, for layer the first upon thing, layer the, yeah it's layer upon layer because you always serve that's the thing you you always serve mm. um you always serve and you always receive but do you feel i give and i re- i give so i receive or do you feel i receive so i give yeah yeah and if we bring it to to more words it could be like do you like penetrating the space or do you like surrendering mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Do, is there like a deep longing in your being to actually surrender mm. and lead from the space of surrendering so in my life i like for a lot of feminine essence folks it's very um dangerous it feels very direct dangerous to surrender and something that is our core essence to surrender to life is is seen as dangerous is is not like there is a there is a resistance mm-hmm. um and i i deeply believe that is because a lot of us believe that when we surrender we are not in leadership but we are kind of helpless we we go in mm. into like a helpless state 
but there is a surrender where you lead from surrender mm. and to reclaim this has very much been my one of the biggest things I had to learn in order to bring my polarity um to bring my polarity in balance again yeah. so now instead of again leading from knowledge I allow my feminine surrender to lead and my, my masculine is backing that surrender and holding me in that depth mm, I love that surrender many words I wonder if it if it drops <laughs> beautiful beautiful it is dropping even beyond words because there are like tackling certain yeah energetic aspects of our being but I hear you on the surrender ickiness that can come through and just recognizing that surrender is like a high form of power actually like one of the highest ones of our inner power especially as feminine beings primarily feminine beings <laughs> and I really hear you on the trust piece the sense of safety is it's one of like the basics if not the strongest foundation of it and it's interesting because cancer archetype lies at the bottom of the astrological chart which is related to our roots our foundation our upbringing our conditioning and how many like woundings and traumas sprout from mm. that and we know that saying of like roots to rise right how mm. this root is so important healing the roots so that we can rise and safety mm. tr building trust yeah so crucial and yeah. In, in the, the beautiful balance that you spoke to um, of the masculine supporting the feminine, who is actually leading in that? You know, that's the question. Because we sometimes feel like, oh, but I don't want to lead because I want to be in my feminine. But is that true? Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I, I deeply believe that's a really big feminine shadow <laughs> that mm. you just spoke out. Like one of the one of the deepest feminine shadows I know in the spiritual world is that, but I want to be in my feminine. Um, I want someone to lead me. And that's exactly where I was talking about that in this moment, we're not recognizing that surrender is one of the deepest leaderships. Mm -hmm. And just to bring out, what is the word leadership? For me, leadership means mm -hmm. to inspire mm -hmm. another. So Oh, love that. Oh. like like just yeah bringing that in not to control but to inspire each other exactly. so what is way more difficult in surrendering is to control others yeah like the mass like we can control so much more easy from the masculine part but from the surrender i mean yes and no this the, the, the seductress the seductress knows also uh. how to control from from her role but in a true surrender there is no control, but there is a deeply inspiring another. And when mm -hmm. I say I want to be my feminine, wow, yeah. Can you inspire others to go there with you? Can you hold the pole of depth when other people want to be superficial? Can you like hold your gaze and be with your energetic clear that you're going to stay here and you're not going to go into any small talk? but inviting them in, still opening your heart to invite them in for the deep shit that it's going to happen once they enter. Mm. And yes. that's the power of the feminine that we collectively fear so much, right? Yeah. Being with our emotions, actually feeling them. I heard 
recently somewhere and I can't remember where it was but it was like the feminine um, version of God is embodiment or like is deeply rooted in the embodiment Mm. where it's not coming from like this philosophical kind of airy aspect but it's in the body Mm. yeah Mm, mm, mm. and we've been Mm. hearing a lot about like feminine embodiment embody the goddess within right and I'm super thrilled that the goddess is so popular right now I really am (laughs) bring the goddess and also what are we making of her like what are we projecting onto her this idea this image of the divine feminine divine goddess honestly when I hear someone speak of divine feminine I almost gag a little because it's been almost like the image of the goddess and the feminine it's been almost abused at least from the point where I'm standing and it's just all about this oh just dancing and going to the spa and treating myself and lying on the beach which don't get me wrong I love all of that but there's also something about this popularization of the goddess that it's almost like something that we need to live up to it becomes cinematic it's Mm. again putting her into certain image definition, taming her by trying to define her. Mm. I just, I'm wondering, how do you feel divine feminine? I love that phrase, taming her in order to define her, like something was that where it touched me deeply. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Not just there's like energy coming because in a way that's always the personal integrity mm-hmm. I, I like as soon as I judge over another person like is she's feminine or not is she a goddess or not I'm so much outside again and I'm not with mm-hmm. myself where I think the true definition always lies within can I see myself as the divine goddess when I like make the dishes and three children are like springing like hopping around me right like it's in a choice I do it's in a choice and an alignment within and mm-hmm. nobody can take that away from me <laughs> and nobody can give it to me either like I claim that for myself so <clears throat> yeah the, in a way that it doesn't come with any prescriptions right yeah yeah the divine feminine can look for me like a thousand ways it's an energetic that again I claim um mm-hmm. and the divine feminine can look so so many ways I love to see it like as an ecstatic dance um Mm -hmm. stage where you have like feminine beings that are like channeling their Kali (laughs) you know and they're like twerking in the in the front row like twerking and like sweating sweating like shit (laughs) and then you have in the corner you have the softest woman like Mm -hmm. in the slow motion dance like so so in awe by her own movements but she's so slow mm-hmm. what is more fun feminine right like it's mm-hmm. it's all of it and every stage in between and one of the only things that I kind of feel for my own radar is am I doing it for myself or am I doing it for the outside mm-hmm. am I going again in the superficiality of beauty or am I going to the depth and that is my own integrity and I can be there and I can only inspire others to take that as their 
um, yeah, radar or like kind of uh, like, yeah, just to check myself. Am I dancing because I want to hook people or am I dancing because I'm in my own pleasure? And then whether you do a rock head or you do a sexy twerk or you do the most sensual hip shake, you are in your divine feminine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this. I love this in a way that the divine feminine is felt within the essence of you, the essence of your womb, the essence of your pelvis, the essence of your heart, and yeah. not in the image on the outside, not in, even in the practices that we do to be more of the goddesses. Mm. I want to even add, like, if you have looked at, like, all these, like, bathtubs with, like, lots of foam and, like, journaling mm-hmm. and, like, smelling on roses and you don't feel anything, nothing is wrong with you, by the way. Like, if you mm-hmm. are a feminine creature and you sit in a bathtub full of foam and you're like, fuck, I'm bored, <laughs> everything is fine with you, you know? You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to match that picture, find your way. I feel most feminine when I'm also in movement. I get bored in bathtubs. <laughs> I don't like to journal. Hey, German <laughs> And I don't judge it for others, but I need to move. I need to feel myself. I want to rub myself on nature object. That's when I feel the most sensual and feminine is when I'm actually making love to moss. Mm. 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 <laughs> mm. I love that. Um, yeah, it's just... Divine feminine is not even a, it's not an idea or a concept to be chased. It is truly like an ever evolving stream of life to be experienced. And I feel like mother nature as one of the goddess, like the ultimate goddesses in the physical form that is like available for an actual physical experience is one of those. And I wonder how, hmm, How do you experience the feminine and masculine play through nature? Mm. How do you experience your emotional being through nature? Oh, yeah, I love that. And thank you. You're coming to a topic that right now is very present in my life and I want to give more devotion to, or I am Mm. really in this exploration with nature because we are nature and there is this deep, projection that we do on other human creatures especially on our partners that they have to um, play the polarity dance with us before we have integrated our own polarity mm-hmm. and nature is a beautiful way to have to be with another creature but kind of being with ourselves still so like to really re-nourish and integrate um, powerful parts of of our wounded polarity and when I am in nature um for me, there's also the different archetypes of divine child, divine mother, divine father, divine lover, and divine brother or sister or friend. Mm. So bring in the fam, baby. It's cancer yes. season time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Can you explain so as much a like, little? Mm, yeah, yeah, I would love to. Um, because like taking myself as an example, um, I've always inspired people to be more playful. I have a really strong inner child and I have a really beautiful connection with my inner child. And I love that all my life. So when I was at nature, I was also very much in the child and like really playing with it, allowing the playfulness, the, the innocent, but also allowing myself 
to be held by a big rock, by a tree, by the ocean. And there's such a beauty in that. And I want everyone to experience that. And, and I can speak from my own experience. In the beauty of that, I, for a long time, didn't allow myself a sexual being in nature, but I would always go to that as like a safe place. Mm. And what, what opened for me incredibly was when I was like, wow, my child is allowed to grow up and to bring, mm. like to really grow up and turn into a sexual being also with nature. Um, so when we talk about Mama Earth, right? Mother Earth, mm-hmm. I think she is, and it's also Father Earth. Um, they are exactly. like, Earth is our parent. And not only that, when do we see Earth as, as lover that we spend a mutual, like mutual, um, power and 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 devotion to also care for them and to give them our pleasure also as a gift right because the child has something very um like there is a lacking part of self-responsibility and that's okay because it is part of the child Mm -hmm. but in the way we're living in we have to take full responsibility for this earth we're living in and on (laughs) and with so where is your responsibility where are your gifts and it's not only about talking about climate change and thinking again about the masculine ideas of how to save the earth because like literally we're saving it for ourselves (laughs) but it's also from the feminine part of how do I give pleasure to the earth Mm. like wow like looking at a sunset and like not only taking it but like devouring, like devouring it and wow. And like experiencing it, showing Earth how beautiful it is. Mm. Like I deeply believe that Earth receives us when we allow, mm. when we allow it. Mm. It's yeah. again, back to that giving receiving cycle yes. that is so interwined. And yes. I remember I read one of your posts uh, a while ago, perhaps, but I revisit it um, because it really deeply resonates in a way of like when someone gives us a compliment or when um, we do something well or when we are in nature. Like it happened to me a few days ago, exactly what you said. It was the most magnificent sunset I have ever seen. And I like, dripping cosmic orgasm like and I found myself I'm not sure if I'm able to take it in to the depths that I would like to and similar goes to like receiving compliments I'm not Mm. sure like I often feel myself not being able to open up to the gifts that it that life is offering through that and again, we come back to conditioning and safety and trust. Or what would you feel in that context? Yeah, like what you're describing is a numbness, right? Like it's, it's yeah. not directly an abs, like because we know, or I hope you know that all the pleasure you want is already living inside of your body. Mm, mm. You have all the capacity to receive all of this. I deeply believe that. 
um and I believe that believe that for myself as well and I've been on this journey for a while (laughs) and it expanded big time so Mm. also like just want to like it is so like it is so possible to reclaim Mm. a pleasure that is beyond the idea what we're even capable of (laughs) I'm wondering Mm. what took you there Mm, oh yeah I'm, go- I'm coming to that e. so I just want to I just want to say like another word about this numbness so it is a numbness right and there's there it is actually a form of anxiety like to, to run away from from the pleasure because we're not we if we open that much we don't know if we're safe we don't know if we can hold that because it's yeah. so vulnerable the last time we were so open was as a baby you know babies when they come on this earth they glow right you see that Mm. glow in their eyes and this glow is because they're so open what we see is not the beauty of the baby what we see is the openness of their soul exactly (laughs) so last time you've been so open you've probably been hurt and they've been things that um yeah that made you close again so this, what we're feeling right now is actually a resistance. It's not the trauma itself. It's not the pain itself. It's the resistance mm-hmm. we feel. And it's a normal process of like, and I really like, I want to suggest a playful approach of, okay, mm-hmm. okay, I can open a little bit more. Okay, I can stretch my, I can stretch my capacity a little bit more. So it's not about fighting for this openness, but like, okay, this is this is exciting. Okay, let's open a little bit more. Can I let it in? How can I support myself and let it in a little bit mm. more? What would happen? How would it feel there? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but that's it, right? It's not about, oh no, I'm numb. You know, then I close yeah. even more to the numbness <laughs> and I close and I go in the victimhood and I, I pity myself. No, like what if, if we're curious? What if, if we're curious and yes you might not feel all the pleasure that is possible in life and because it's infinite feminine exactly i love that exactly that's what i'm saying and from a feminine principle you will never because it is infinite and this i think that's that's the thing that really one has to realize as well like celebrating every step of the way because this is life Mm -hmm. and it's infinite and the it doesn't matter how much pleasure you will receive in your body. There's always more. And the chasing will not make us happy, but the, the indulging in the very present moment. Exactly. And coming back to what you were sharing before, even like bringing balance, bringing that alchemy. Mm-hmm. What is the feminine masculine polarity point for you? It's like bringing it into the moment and not... Mm-hmm. I feel like making it wrong in that moment, even if you don't feel fully embodied in it, because that is the invitation to like you being okay with that in that moment opens it up, but that's not a goal. The goal is mm-hmm. like to feel it fully. And here is where the expectations arise, right? Even when it comes to how does the divine feminine look like or how does it's, um, it doesn't have to look any kind of way. It is truly tuning into the present moment. How does your most authentic expression mm. feel and reveal like in this moment? Yeah, being radical vulnerable and radical honest. Yeah. Like whatever you do, if you do it from a place of radical 
vulnerability, you will always be magnificent. If that's the most shy or like whatever, um, like maybe someone like kissing for a first time another woman, you know, might be the most vulnerable thing. And for others it's so normal, but it doesn't matter the energetics of your vulnerability of opening up to a new experience, opening up to the unknown makes it so magnificent. Mm. and makes it so touching and makes it so pure mm. and that counts for everything in your life and and that's the feminine and for the masculine really being honest being honest with yourself and being honest with others and that's deep yes i'm sweating here <laughs> i would love to know more about your journey if you're willing to share about like you know you mentioned okay how your way of like opening up and deepening both of the polarities how has your path been like <laughs> wow it's a long pass <laughs> on what kind of uh, infinite infinite mm. especially when it comes to like the embodiment and building that trust and safety to be able to take yourself in these depths mm. Mm. Uh, yeah so I've been a woman that has been challenged with not feeling safe, like many of us. Mm. <laughs> and um, this, I think one of the biggest embodied teaching I gave myself was like feeling, feeling that I can trust myself again. And that's a big word for like many spectrum. And on my personal case, it was that I was always gifting myself with horror stories um, and like like even visions or like nightmares um, or my nervous system also like feeling like it would maybe I would break down or like like I had often like this fear of going crazy you know like going crazy or like um, so leaving leaving like the psychic realm somehow was always dangerous dangerous for me whether that was in dreamland or yeah on any kind of experiences with psychedelics um, mm. or even just prayer and and um trance mm. so there was a form that i felt when i felt my body i felt safe like but when there was anything that was like happening to my body where i couldn't feel my body anymore it was becoming really unsafe so kind of losing this bodily shape was like was giving me a lot of fear mm. um and for me to understand like the feminine is the body and it is embodiment but also it is like kind of this this trance of what is beyond the body expressed through the body mm. <laughs> kind of if i say that so the feminine needs the trance she needs the the diving into the mystery the diving into the unknown also like yeah um medicine journeys are, are are such an incredible potency for actually dying and being reborn <laughs> so um yeah the the learning aspect here for me was that when my body that when I have the idea that my body is too weak in a way, mm -hmm. 
that I learned that I can hold the present with my mind. Um, and actually like that's the masculine and in like the, that I can actually hold my presence with the mind. So I would not like, I feel like a lot of trauma responses, for example, they are also in the body, like right feeling not safe is very expressed mm. through the body. And <clears throat> in, in trauma psychology, we learn that when the body kicks in, we have no chance because mm. it's, because it's actually much stronger than our, than our mind, mm. than our thinking mind. So the body, like when you have a panic attack or when you close, it doesn't matter if someone says you're safe because you're like, no, 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 you're so in this experience of the body. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was very much like, I've been a lot in these responses of like having like a very closing response just when I had a fight with my partner or not being able to speak anymore suddenly if, if I have a, um, if I have something that challenges me or like, mm -hmm. like really body waste that I feel felt a tense and for me learning that my mind is so powerful that I can hold my body was like that that was actually what brought me to mm. now also being able in the deepest trance when I have the feeling okay my body is kind of becoming one with the universe I am here and I know there's something beyond um, so my mind is kind of holding my body and we often mm. we often have really like prejudgments about the mind because it's it can also be so abusive and so destructive the mind but also reclaiming it as yes as a power <sighs> and yeah. we're back to I that hope. surrender right <laughs> i felt like for my period that was a really long long speech and maybe i'll drip away and drip back in but <laughs> hey welcoming the feminine wideness the feminine <laughs> flow <laughs> that's what we're here for but in that um there is pouring a lot of clarity and it's so beautiful you said my mind is holding my body and looking at your natal chart your mercury the ruler of your charts the ruler of your ascendant and the planet correlated to the thinking mind the mental processes mm. is in taurus which is the body mm. the physical and mm. all that is actually in the 12th house the house of the subconscious that does hold a lot of like what we would call irrational fears, but they're not irrational. They're just deeper memories, deeper experiences yeah. of the soul that perhaps have been carried through lifetimes. Um, mm. And just bringing wow, them into yeah. the conscious. Yes, wow. Making art of it, poetry, yes. embodied yes, poetry. Yes. That's the gift oh, of the feminine. So <laughs> yeah yes yes I feel so seen and uh, yeah I feel so seen and I I, I think there's going to be people out there that recognize that that feel like oh my god sometimes I feel trapped with my body because it's like it's feminine expressive but it's kind of having its own life and like just knowing wow there's a part of our mind where we can like train train the mind to be so powerful Ooh. and on the other side I know that there's also many folks that have a really destructive mind like you know right and it's all like the, the, the inner critic is really strong and you have a lot of like really bad self-talk you know and the mind yeah. is really going and takes takes over um the survival um instead of being alive and in this case it's the other way around right when i have a mind that is really destructive then i need the body to hold my mind <laughs> so this mm -hmm. is the moment where where it's about punching a pillow where it's about shaking twerking where it's about ah 
just letting sounds out and letting mm -hmm. the primal out. So for me, it really works both ways and it's necessary both ways in my life and I guess in other people's life as well. But using this body-mind yeah. to bring ourselves out of survival into aliveness. Um, and and I, I want to say... Yeah, and I want to say one thing because that's really important for me. When I was working with trauma, that's my background mm -hmm. um, over the last years, it was all about coming out of survival. And I just want to say there is a totally new expansive life happening when we when we come out of survival but it's only the beginning it's only the beginning so i want everyone in this i want everyone in this earth actually experience polarity and aliveness after feeling safe because that's only the beginning this is when we start a totally new chapter of polarity and and live energy fuck yes fuck yes yeah i love how everything that we've been now writing through it's all polarity in so many ways like even body mind emotions safety like it's all based on this polarity that together makes that wholeness that unity and um a lot of deaths need to happen in that process. A lot of dying is present. It's not mm -hmm. divine feminine of like this, oh, now I'm going to dance and I'm going to feel great. No, like the feminine, even if we look at the um, mythological goddesses, like they were all pretty fucking fierce and deadly. Like they went through so much turmoil. The stories of the goddesses rising to their divinity, it holds so much pain so much letting go and just this aspect of not trying to make the divine feminine this good girl or queen bee or whatever right there's like this dark feminine that is not separate from the divine feminine even though we don't have like oh it's dark feminine is it a light feminine like the opposite has been the divine feminine but that's not the opposite in my perspective to all of these messy dramatic blood bloody goddesses i wonder how you see this dark feminine interwined in this polarity dance even in like mm. slaying the you know not slaying but like deeply fiercely loving all of these parts that are holding us back that are causing anxiety mm. Mm. yeah beautiful that you that you bring that up because often when we speak about masculine feminine right we speak society like from the dark masculine and the light feminine it's really interesting <laughs> like like it, it's it's so interesting that it's like also the, the dark masculine the light feminine so it's really like taking the two opposites mm -hmm. um polarity and, <laughs> and uh, where actually there is like a dark and the light and when we look at the dark and the light even like i want to bring it for for just a little moment for the light feminine the light masculine often we say everything about care is like if like it's like let all to the feminine mm -hmm. like everything about being care caring and being mm. loving you know it's all the feminine mm -hmm. but actually it's not it's like the divine for me that the, the, the light feminine is like i love you unconditionally i love you unconditionally but the, the light masculine is i care for you 
unconditionally mm, which comes with boundaries which which like which is also the divine mother and the divine father right like right i, I love you unconditionally i care for you unconditionally like, like first seeing it just as the mother father kind of like I the protective so and providing mode that that what we would often think of like the mother archetype brings that's why she's not just fully feminine right yes yes and and while while well actually there is like where where well, actually there is like a love and care mm-hmm. like in both or it's like more again i see like the masculine is very much the, this i care for you unconditionally and the feminine is i love you unconditionally mm-hmm. and um yeah same goes to the dark we think everything that is kind of brutal, like like often like society-based, everything that is brutal and raw and like aggressive is like the masculine when it's actually the dark spectrum um, where it's both about death and rebirth and both about cutting through bullshit. But while, while the masculine is like taking his sword and cutting through bullshit in order to create evolution, for me, the dark feminine is kind of piercing through piercing through the darkness to create depth so we have mm. this evolution and depth which is both a force of going somewhere it's both a force that is like movement it's both a force to into the world but the feminine goes kind of depth and the masculine goes involvement so it's like mm. but but the forces same as with the feminine uh, same within the light are kind of similar qualities it's similar qualities with a light difference um when it's masculine or feminine and these light differences actually create totally different archetypes Mm. so speaking now to your question with the dark feminine that is the archetype of the dark of destroying but not in order to like but destroying for the depth Mm, it is love for the love yeah for the depth for the love for the intimacy for the like it like both of the dark feminines they're they're both uh, both of the dark archetypes masculine and feminine are needed in this world to continue um weaving the impermanence Mm, mm. like it's both the impermanence and for me the dark feminine really has a lot to do with this superficiality like she's piercing through superficiality and not only Mm. in beauty but also um one of my love like what I love the example is like fake harmony to bring up the fake harmony Mm. we all know that we all know it maybe in our social context uh, in work in our family where we grew up where everything is like said to be nice you know Mm -hmm. we're said to be nice but actually the dark feminine is feeling no something is not not in alignment here there's like a Mm. topic that isn't addressed you know someone is not talking their truth you know she can feel it and that's also the reason why so many women um get to hear that they um are too much in a way because they're like they're like they're feeling it they're feeling like something is not in integrity here you know I Mm. smell it and I want to pierce with their dark feminine they want to be piercing through but because they don't trust themselves anymore, they start doubting, doubting themselves. And mm-hmm. then you have that typical spiral of like, of the suppressed dark feminine, mm. where a woman is like, um, like doubting her own sanity. Mm-hmm. 
And that brings us back like to the witches stories. That brings us back like so deeply in history when a woman doubts her sanity because actually can smell that something is not right. Yeah. I don't know if that was your question, but I, I love that that this came up. <laughs> oh, in it, in it. Yeah, it's that false sense of safety that is kind of molded then into like that good girl archetype, which I don't yeah. know, like for some reason, cancer archetype for me, it brings out this, you know, like this good girl that just wants to care and serve, which is what women have been historically molded into, right? Yes, and it's so interesting because the good girl, and I mean, you can have a dark archetype, the bitch, right? The bitch is a feminine word, but it's mm -hmm. a dark masculine archetype, actually. Like, there, mm. it's, it's actually a dark masculine archetype because she cuts through bullshit mm. in a way. And it's very interesting because the good girl, for me, is a masculine trait, like the fawn trauma response. We're oh, talking yeah. about the fawn trauma response mm. um, that is adapting to other needs, so it has to do with care. And for me, that's actually a masculine shadow, the light masculine shadow. I really so, love this. I really love this because I feel like the gender gets like washed away when, when you're talking in this in these terms. And I love that. I appreciate it so mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Go on, sorry. Yeah, no, because in the end, like even when I say like a light masculine shadow, you know, it's again, it's not what about man and woman, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. but if we see it like in the masculine feminine, for me, the font trauma response is the it's like the masculine wound um, where the yeah, yeah, because yeah, like the, 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 the feminine, the light that is for the grief, right? The, the dark, the I weave with the emotion. So and the trauma responses in order to the polarity. So when we have the light, light feminine, she's really standing for the grief. Mm. And the, the wound of the light feminine is like when she loses her, her purpose and, and gets depressive. So depression, for example, like, mm. like a woman that is really like hiding and, and like, yeah, like dimming her light, that, that is a feminine shadow. But mm. yeah, coming back to the fawn, as you said, for me, that's really, um, yeah and 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 the good girl in general whatever <laughs> from whatever polarity now it comes from um i feel the good girl is often often kind of um yeah a mask when when we suppress our dark feminine right mm -hmm. like like there's only if we if we see something we can smell that something isn't right but we don't dare to change the situation there there is this idea that we we try to accept it yeah like we try to accept it or we try to accept change ourselves um and like if we can change the outside we might we might start changing ourselves um which maybe is not in integrity because it would have been more integrity to change what you see and you you can't Mm. Um, yeah mm. I absolutely love the play of these archetypes because I feel like they are like they are those anchors so that we can more deeply feel these energies within that we all possess and to arrive to this place of deeper authenticity and integrity and yet what I'm seeing over and over again, even with like masculine feminine polarities that at some point 
it needs to fade away as well. At some point, we come back to what you were saying at the beginning. It is just about the truth of the present moment. So when even all of these labels of the feminine, masculine, divine, dark, whatever, what is that point where it actually becomes limiting again? Mm. I love that. And I, I just want to second that like thousand times. Um, I feel like as, as soon as we create a story around it, we're creating a cage. We're mm -hmm. staying with the fluidity of like, can it serve me? Can it nourish me? Beautiful, use it. But as soon as we want to hook on it as a story and we want to identify with it or we, went, or we want to explain someone else's behavior because of that, boom, <laughs> we're like totally like sabotaging ourselves. Mm. so yeah noticing if it's if, it, if we're letting it f be fluent or if we hook mm. <laughs> mm. amen yeah. to that now approaching towards the end of this beautiful flow yeah i still would like to ask you in connection to this different feminine or masculine archetypes actually I'm wondering if maybe you would be able to reveal to us what is the archetype that you feel like you have not always embodied but have really moved into that and then what is the archetype that you are currently playing with the embodiment of more, more of? <laughs> yeah I love that question and totally get that question um so I've been always moving a lot in the dark archetypes um, mm -hmm. as my strength and my, um, my, my, my self-destructive patterns. Mm -hmm. um, so the, yeah, the dark masculine with like, with like addiction, um, <laughs> addiction and, and self-violence um, mm -hmm. and the dark feminine with like, yeah, um, the seductress as in her shadow, not in her light. I've been really trying to hook with my beauty because I didn't know what I wanted and I couldn't express it. So mm. I just tried to be beautiful. So I saw maybe maybe things will come along if I'm just beautiful enough and I don't mm. have to know what I need because I just attract it. <laughs> mm, mm, the Disney um, story yeah right so the disney story oh my god and i can so understand it because we never learned we never learned to feel what we want so it is mm -hmm. just a natural consequence to use the tools we have but to be really to be fulfilled we have to know what we want in order to attract it and to be unattached to it as well the outcome I want to ask a sub question oh. to that might be obvious to some, but for some reason it feels like it might be a burning question to others, but how do you know what you want? <laughs> you will get the most feminine answer. <laughs> I'll try it out. Yes. I try it out. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> yeah. But I'm open to feel when I try out things and I'm open yeah. to also say no again. Okay, no, it wasn't that. 
and I can laugh about it because I know yes. that my life is an exploration and I don't even I don't even dare to think that I know what I want bam <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah and also like not making it wrong when we go for something that turns out it's not what we actually want yeah, and then even like changing our minds it's like this need for stability and consistency that is created in our world but what feminism mm. the life force is actually like teaching us is like constant change constant shit yes. cancer being rolled by the moon that is constantly like fastest moving object mm. on, on our sky it's like let it mm. shift mm. love that mm. yeah. yeah i love that and obviously it's not so easy because we women have a lot of attachment story like with with being <laughs> attached um and we can have a whole other podcast around how to release attachment in order to live more this feminine being. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and because I want to, I want to say, I want to give, I want to give my masculine is coming in and be like, oh, but wait, I have actually an advice. <laughs> so <laughs> my masculine here comes in and says, I actually do have an advice. If you really don't know what you want, like there was a moment in my life where I realized, oh, wow, I don't even know if I want to drink tea or like I, I really don't know what mm-hmm. I want do I want to drink a tea do I want to play guitar I don't know that was a really deep moment in my life where I realized mm-hmm. well I have no idea so I do have an advice mm-hmm. the feminine being is much more relaxed when she can choose so if I don't know what I want my inner masculine comes on board and is like okay babe do you want to play guitar or do you want to go and have a self-pleasure hmm. session? <laughs> so, I'm blushing. You see, you see, and you're totally, you're totally like reacting to that because the feminine, it's so much easier for her if she can feel into things and it's not the vastness of opportunity. So I am my own inner masculine right now for that. And I don't need another man or another masculine energy to give me that options, but I do it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I encourage everyone out there that has difficulty mm-hmm. with like choosing to to use your own inner masculine to give yourself choices. Oh, baby, yeah. I'm a strong Libra here. Like that, that ah! should be saving my life. Yeah, Libra. Okay, this is for all the Libras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful. Yes, and I guess this is also calling upon your inner masculine archetype, right? This is where my play is at right now of like really bringing more consciousness to my masculine and the ways that he is providing because so often my feminine can get so big that it Mm. leaves no room for my masculine even though the masculine feels like but I want to step up like I want to be here for you but there is no trust built in the depths yet so yeah I feel you in that bringing the awareness Mm. yeah Oh, I feel you now. My feminine bit mistrusting my dark masculine like big time. And I always found ways to show that it's mm. that it's he's not trustable. Of course. Like, we're gonna find the evidence we are looking wow. for. Yeah. And yeah. also something that I wanna kind of like bring awareness to as well is that so much of this shit is not truly ours. So much of it is collective, especially mm. as deeply feminine intuitive beings we are feeling the collective shifts you know the moon Mm. that moves affects everything 
in the mm. on the planet Earth. So of course, everything that's happening in the world right now, it is deeply rocking us. And in that, again, bringing that image of the sword cutting, that kind of, to me, reminds me of Durga, the Hindu goddess. Yeah. It's just like, whatever archetype works for you, doesn't fucking matter. You don't even have to know what goddesses stand for. It is helpful, but like, let them speak to you. I feel like people often ask, so how do I work with the goddess or divine feminine? Well, let her come to you, like open up, mm. surrender and receive her. It is not in this mm. pushing, no effort. We don't have to work hard for the divine feminine. She is present, mm. what you said before, just like pleasure. It's really about opening up the space for her to come through and build that personal relationship. Mm. Yeah. And that is through the archetypes as well, mm. I think. Helpful, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If if there's something that we want to, like, like, I feel like if there's something you, all of you that are listening, want to take away, like, as how can I invite my feminine more? <laughs> bring it on follow follow your pleasure follow your Mm. deep heart pleasure and cultivate it in the most subtle moments Mm. like when you eat your food do you let the taste the delicious taste touch you do you enjoy it with your senses, with your body? Mm, like, how do you move when something is really delicious? Oh my God. And yes, I want you to exaggerate that. Like, make it a play, make it funny if you want to to kind of stretch also the, the, the shamelessness, right? Like, I guess every time when people watch me eating, they're like, just like staring at me <laughs> because I, I do so much sound and I'm like oh my god <laughs> obviously there was a moment in my life where that was uncomfortable and I had to to walk it um and now that I feel so confident in it people are inspired as fuck you know you know I always lick my plate after <laughs> after a really delicious meal because that's what she wants she wants to yeah. feel it all thank <laughs> yes to that I'm so so ooh my crystals falling. (laughs) I am so, so honored to be able to witness you in that through your chart, having your Mm. Chiron, the wounded healer in Leo, which is all about that pleasure and playfulness and being seen in that. It's the radiance of the sun that is the ruler of Leo. And, you know, Chiron, it's like, I can, I can feel how it hasn't always been easy for you to be seen and express yourself in that, share those delicious, radiant, loud parts of you in that Mm -hmm. sense. So it comes with like a beautiful gift and a healing point that you can gift to others as well. So thank you for bringing these Mm -hmm. gifts to us today and to the world in general (laughs) thank you so much like I received so much here I feel like (sighs) all these little details of reflection and hearing them through your unique magic yeah 
maybe Potem and also I, I noticed right now I'm like wow now I have such a curiosity about you actually like I talked so well, much well, about well. you <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a seductive invitation <laughs> mm, yes please. a portal to more because feminine always wants more <laughs> yeah yeah I'm really like wow I actually want more and yeah. I love that I, I love that I don't like I love that I can like feel that and I'm gonna go and sit with that like mm. indulge in my oh I want to know more about this and isn't that the most delicious feminine expression where she can just <laughs> be with mm. that yeah that is <laughs> mm. beautiful well, thank you so much love <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your Oh, your magic, your beauty, your love, your divine expression with us here. I am still gonna bring that feminine and that masculine now to kind of like seal the container and also ask you, I'm sure many, many, or no, let me rephrase that. I think many people would need to know how they can work with you more deeply and how mm. they can find you. So how can the world taste more of you? Mm. Oh, I love that question. How can the world taste more of me? Oh gosh, this is so good. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I want you to taste me on Instagram. It's a channel where I can feel that my creative expression has a lot of different portals. I love to be radiant in the video and sound art I do there. And at the same time, spreading my wisdom and knowledge around polarity and emotional alchemy. Mm -hmm. So please feel so welcome to follow me there. And yeah, share the things you love and like, question the things you question please write me there as well I love to go into communication and and yeah get to know you get to know you and what like turns you on mm. and if you want to go deeper I am launching a program that is starting in September called Oceanic Woman and this program is really a deep dive into yeah mastering the polarity within us and like finding 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 our inner muse for beauty depth and truth um it's a it's a nine-week program so it's really a deep dive and i i deeply believe it's for women that that want to feel themselves like in their full creative force mm. of life. And it's not about getting out of survival, but it's in a space beyond. It is actually in a space beyond of how can I like radiate pleasure and be an inspiration in this world while receiving all the bliss and receiving all, yeah, oh, all the abundance. <laughs> fuck me you embody that very well 
Oh, mm. I hope everyone does themselves a favor and do find you. I'll also post uh, your Instagram handle and the website in the show notes below. And also, mm. I just want to say, I don't know at what point you mentioned that, but like in my notes when I was trying to prepare for this podcast episode, which the goddess was like, Nana, you're just going to tune in and kind of flow, let the magic reveal. But like when I was still trying to write my notes, one of the things that I wrote, like looking at your profile and your website is just like turned on big caps. Mm, mm. I love that and I have a sentence that I would love to share like as like my final sentence here um yeah like simply the guidance why would you live a life that is less than ravishing love and devotional art mm. <laughs> I am like giggling and moving and uh, rolling on my chair right now Ah, yes. Let that be the oceanic wisdom that reaches your heart right now. Thank you, darling. And hope to see you soon around everywhere in the cosmos. (laughs) Thank you, love.